0: Hi everyone, it's Bob Tullio. Welcome to Automatic Merchandisers Vending and OCS Nation, the podcast for the convenience services industry. I am the first to admit that I am a sucker for a good success story. I thoroughly enjoyed telling you about Barry Rosenberg, an upstart operator who has become a force to be reckoned with. You have to love what CJ Recker of Five Star has done with his marketing department and his charity, Feeding the Future. In our last two podcasts, it was all about Jennifer Fox, who overcame personal challenges to achieve success on a number of levels. In this episode, we are going to explore the journey of an entrepreneur who is a bit of a disruptor. Now in his early 30s, Jonathan Norrie has taken his operation, royalty distribution, from being a modest janitorial supply company to being a major manufacturer and distributor of paper products. Now, he is determined to serve the OCS industry, where he is convinced that operators are paying too much. How he got to this point is incredible. It's literally a story of going from the outhouse to the penthouse.
1: I started the company about 13 years ago, and we started as a traditional janitorial supply company. We were selling paper products, trash liners, cleaning chemicals, to end users all over the Los Angeles area, we quickly scaled the company. After about a year and a half, we saw a need and a large demand in the portable toilet market.
0: When you're when you're when you're talking about portable, you're talking about porta potties, basically. Porta potties. Wow. So you you were
1: in the porta potty business. Correct. We were selling okay. to a large majority of the portable toilet operators, you know, in California.
0: At this point, it wasn't paper; it was porta potties.
1: Well, we were selling paper to the porta. Potties.
0: We're talking toilet paper.
1: Toilet paper and paper towels.
0: Okay. So you're in the porta potty business, basically. You're selling porta potties, and obviously there's some paper products that go along with that. What was the next step on the journey then at that point?
1: So that's what got us into the import business. And we started to look at other items from our paper factory, you know, multi fold towels and uh, toilet seat covers and hard wound towels and junior jumbos and paper towels. We saw a need in our market for a new wholesaler or redistributor. So when we started to bring in other product lines, we would go to distributors and say, you know, we're looking to transition out of the end user business. We're going to be starting to get into the wholesale business. That transition actually happened uh, a lot quicker than what we had expected. Instead of selling to customers who opened the product and used it, we sold it to customers who would buy the product and resell it to somebody that would use it. Once we saw the need in the food service and how diverse the product selection is, we started to get into the food service business. The line started napkins and then expanded saying, hey, can you source me this cup? Can you source me this deli container? Can you source this foil? Can you source this film and the company quickly evolved into a diverse janitorial and food service wholesale company and we started to sell out of out of state out of california and if you look back about to 2018 you know we were importing a lot of paper and i always wanted to get into converting becoming a manufacturer of paper products we found an opportunity to buy some italian equipment quickly decided to scale that operation adding more machinery we ran three lines, three high speed lines for about 3 years throughout covid, you know, in the beginning of covid with the, the the toilet paper craze, you know, we were extremely busy. Did very well during covid and reinvested all of our profits from covid into adding more machinery here in the US. The ocean freight rates that went through the roof during covid, you know, it allowed us to to gain more market share, being able to convert everything locally. We continue to to develop our product lines, adding more items, more eco-friendly products is the demand for environmentally friendly products now, you know, in the coastal cities has increased and, a, you know, a lot of them have actually been mandated. So we've been staying ahead of the curve, making sure that we, we shift to serve our, our customers' demands.
0: With a manufacturing facility humming away in Tijuana, Mexico, with a focus on paper towels, Nori realizes there's an opportunity out there to serve the OCS industry, and he's set up to do so.
1: We want to shift from our traditional janitorial food service distributors and shift more into the vending and OCS industries, whether it's the paper hot cups, plastic cups, paper plates, cutlery, pretty much, you know, we have a full line to service the vending and OCS industries. Many different distributors right now with the amount of deflation we've seen in the industry are coming to us looking for cost savings. There's no other paper converter that offers a diverse product line like we do. So we're we're trying to bridge the gap of the wholesale redistributor manufacturer, bringing an all-in-one solution to our distributors. We're opening a facility in Houston, Texas, uh, Savannah, Georgia, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to service our customers. Shorter lead times, less freight is, is is our goal now.
0: So Jonathan, you're manufacturing quite a bit of product and you're sourcing product for redistribution, correct? Correct. So it really puts you in a position where if an operator is dealing with you, they're buying direct from the manufacturer. That is correct. Well, that's got to be an advantage. Now, one of the things you've told me is that You've been contacted by some smaller operators and what are they looking to do?
1: They're looking to reduce costs while keeping the same product quality that they're used to, but they're looking to reduce costs, turn their inventory quicker, have a more diverse product line where they're able to buy from one source, but at manufacturer direct pricing. You know, many people right now, you know, are looking to reduce costs with the deflation that's been in the industry, which is allowing a lot of competitors to come in and undercut pricing to the end users. Many of them are not quite familiar with how much deflation has gone on in the industry. My goal is to level the playing field for the smaller operators to compete against the larger companies in the industry.
0: But you're more than capable of serving the large guys too.
1: We are able to cover from large to small companies coast to coast for our diverse product line.
0: Jonathan, how do you plan to level the playing field for operators?
1: Our number one goal is going to be cost reduction. I'm a firm believer, and if you buy right, you can sell right. Also, our product line, our product selection, uh, the diverse product line that we have will enable operators to buy multiple different categories from one person, you know, reducing the amount of POs, the amount of deliveries and internally, you know, reducing the amount of uh, overhead to to, to run their operation. So, you know, we have many different options when it comes to environmentally friendly products. We also have capable to serve hot and cold beverages, which also helps to reduce, you know, the amount of SKUs that a, that, that a, um, end user would be using. I mean, we ship product out of our, our facility and within 24 hours, customers are able to mix and match on, on the same pallet, you know, towel tissue, food service, cups, trash liners, everything is able to be mixed in the same, same shipment.
0: So there's a lot of flexibility.
1: A, a lot of flexibility. We are very flexible in the way that we create programs. Each one of our programs for our customers is created around the customer's need. We first open up an account with someone, with one of our customers. We, we, we like to understand their operation, how they work, and we try to identify ways that we can help accommodate their their business and how they operate versus someone coming in saying, this is how we operate.
0: What about consistency? I mean, can I count on receiving a product month after month, if it's being manufactured by you or sourced in by you?
1: Yes, we, we do not change factories. If our, our products are spec'd in based off a specific basis weight, specific raw material, we run QC checks every hour on, on, on our production.
0: What's the message that you wanna to send to convenience services operators?
1: There's many other options out there. You know, right now is the time to look at, get your supply chain for the last three years costs have increased significantly and if you were not looking and shopping for reductions many manufacturers are going to keep the pricing the same but right now the market is evolving costs are coming down a lot of people are getting hungry to grow their business and if you're not buying right someone could come in and cut prices Um, being that there has been so much deflation in in, in our industry. I mean, the the, the average is about 25% of of, of deflation right now.
0: What do you mean by deflation?
1: Average selling prices being reduced. Overall costs are coming down.
0: Driven by what?
1: driven by lower ocean freight, lower demand. Prices can't stay at an all-time high forever. You know, Mm -hmm. you see it in the automotive space. I mean, Tesla's reduced their prices significantly because the demand has dropped. It's like any other commodity, prices fluctuate. They go up and down and Finally, now the the, the playing field is being leveled and costs are being reduced, and people need to take advantage of it because if you're not, your competitor is. We are able to get stuff done very, very quickly, and that's really led to the growth and the trust in our company, just our ability to respond to our customers' needs.
0: One thing I did not mention about Jonathan, he's a scratch golfer who has won six club championships at Braymar Country Club in Los Angeles. And he says competing for club championships has taught him the importance of practice, preparation, and never giving up. This year, he fell short. I asked Jonathan, what happened?
1: You know, you can't make mistakes if you're going to win, so.
0: But hey, distractions, you know, life life is getting in the way a little bit, isn't it?
1: Exactly, yep. My well, kids are good. getting older, you know, traveling more, and, um... The focus has shifted, you know, from uh, certain things that uh, I used to do a lot more and, you know, really prioritizing life, you know, now is the biggest thing.
0: You mean like chipping and putting was that priority focus?
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, you're still 14 strokes ahead of me. So, you know, I think you're going to be all right there.
1: Yep, <laughs> exactly.
0: If an operator from the East Coast or Midwest or even on the West Coast wants to come out and visit your facility, is it safe to say that a round of golf is included?
1: Yeah, we, uh, we, we welcome people to come and visit us and, uh, you know, uh, I'd love to take them out to play golf.
0: Good. Well, as long as you throw in a lesson, I might tag along, all right? <laughs> That's it for now. On the next episode of Automatic Merchandisers Vending in OCS Nation, we'll talk to an industry legend from the Big Apple, an operator with a story or two of his own, and some excellent insights. James Evans of Evans Quality Coffee. Take a moment to subscribe, and you'll never miss an episode. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Bob Tulio.